Humans, 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 happy Halloween. Of course, the earliest you can hear this is Halloween Day, 2023. Welcome to the Sydney Hollis Show, Halloween Mixer. It's a mixer where we gather. We gather right now. Right when you've hit play, right when I've hit record. Whenever it is that you choose to listen on demand is when we gather for our for this mixer, for this mixer in the hideaway universe where we all, you know, that's the place where we all break bread together when we join this show in one way or another. Either by listening or participating or, or both. Or both. So humans, welcome to the City Hall Show Halloween Mixer. We've got a lot of submissions and uh, I guess this is a contest. I've had, I have said that, so this is a contest. I don't know why I said I guess. It's just, you know, these things are tough. These things are tough. This is the time of the night of the audio Halloween costume contest. And I've heard all of these submissions once. Like when they rolled in over like the last week or so. I like listened to each one as it, as it came in. I was like, oh, cool. Something new in the inbox. I'd listen to it. But then I haven't listened to any of them more than once. And some of them were several days ago. Uh, I guess all of them were kind of several days ago, but you know, somewhere even further back than that. So I will be refreshing myself and also not hearing them for the first time, but I'll be hearing them only for the second time when you hear them for the first time. So they will get chuckles out of me and grins. Etc. Uh, because hey, that's how it works. <laughs> so, you know, these are in no particular order. Of course, we'll we'll narrow it down here at, towards the end and say, well, these are one, these are the ones that kind of stand out. First of all, you're all winners if you're participating, and that sounds cheesy. And I never really, not that I didn't subscribe to that before, but it wasn't until I started hosting my own contest where I'm like, no, man, it's just it really is the participating is participating participating is it's already great i mean we just we we're gonna weave a tableau here we're gonna finish this night with a halloween 2023 audio quilt uh for our minds so then when you got trick-or-treating later tonight you'll have an audio quilt in your mind of the various costumes you've already seen in your imagination today so like these are so like I said these are in no particular order and even when I was trying to order them like well this one came in first I still I just I dragged these all into the program just completely willy nilly because I couldn't get my crap together but that means they're even more random than they would have been <laughs> okay so the mood is right there's a nice wine punch. It's got seltzer in it, so it's a little effervescent, but it's a little something. You know, there's dry ice kind of around. There's smoke. There's there's low lighting. There's there's cob. There's those cotton cobwebs on things. We've really set the stage. And I think this mixer is taking place in Mug Club Brewery. We've closed down the brewery to, for the night, and it's just for it's just for <laughs> Sydney Hall Show. Halloween Mixer participants. Of course, there's many of you that are just here that are wallflowers. We can kind of, we can kind of see you, but we can't quite focus on you. You know, you're just, you're sort of there. 
And then uh, a brave few have have decided to call in with their costumes. So let's get to it. Uh, let's just crank it right up now. Costume numero uno. You know I smoked a lot of grass. Oh, Lord, I popped a lot of pills. Hey, Sid and all the other fellow humans out there. Happy Halloween. This is Chris from Guatemala calling in with my submission. Uh, the humans might remember uh, from an episode in the past that you and I talked about uh, the Top Gun movie and, and a lot about the motorcycles there. So that's kind of some inspiration of what I'm going with for Halloween. Um, calling back on an old classic, Easy Rider. Uh, and even though I identify more with Billy, the Dennis Hopper character, if you remember, he had the more kind of suede brown uh, look, big floppy hat and, and sunglasses. That's kind of more my style, but I think in an effort of being recognized, uh, I'm going to have to go with Wyatt. Uh, you know, he was the, the star, the, the stars and bars. So um, first, I've, I think I've always wanted a chopper. You know, I couldn't ride that as my everyday bike, but, you know, if this is a, an, in our dreams costumes, I go get a chopper with the classic uh, U.S. flag, kind of stars and bars gas tank. And uh, I'll be riding that around for the night. Uh, and then besides that, going into the costume, pull out the old classic leather jacket, get a big stars and bars uh, patch on the back, add the red, white, and blue stripes on the front. Um, Get some nice sunglasses, some big aviators, that yellow tint. I feel like that's the, the look that he had, if I remember, kind of that era. And, uh, yeah, find an open face motorcycle helmet. Goes, matches the gas tank. A nice bandana around the neck. Maybe some leather gloves. Um, and then just some nice, nice jeans and boots. And I think that uh, that kind of wraps up the look. Uh, and, yeah seems like it'd be a fun night kind of hop around maybe check out a few parties on the on the chopper and have that uh have that song blaring all right happy halloween everybody enjoy the gate right out of the gate Chris like I said folks I've only listened to these once and some of them were really late at night when I heard them or maybe I was like walking down the street trying to you know hold my phone speaker up to my ear uh I did not realize how produced this submission was my goodness the music the ride you take us on I mean Okay, you're here with us right now, Chris, at the at the Halloween mixer here at at the Mug Club Brewery at the Hideaway. But it sounds like you've been all over the Hideaway, just hitting up party after party on your chopper, revving that thing up. Everyone coming outside, who's that? Oh, Chris is here. <laughs> 
I bet you even have a few dives in hideaway skids, in hideaway slums, earlier in the night, Chris. Wow. Wow. What a submission. Wyatt Williams from Easy Rider, Peter Fonda's character, iconic. Chris, I love that you're like, you know, I kind of more identify with the Dennis Hopper character. But as to, you know, to stand out, to get noticed. Plus, it's Halloween, you know? We have 364 days a year to be ourselves. You know, let's be somewhat, let's step outside of ourselves. I love that, Chris. I love that. I don't, I don't think I've heard the term before stars and bars to mean the American flag. I've mostly heard it to mean the Confederate flag, which of course, you know, growing up in the South was, was on display a lot. And I'm glad it's no longer as on display down there. Um, but why couldn't the American flag be called? The stars and bars. I mean, and especially like the, the combinations and permutations Chris is talking about on the Easy Rider motorcycle helmet, etc., and on the gas tank. I mean, those are stars and bars. That is old glory. That's our flag. Damn it. Just, just a great gossip. And Chris, the production, the music. You set a scene. I can, I can smell the exhaust from your chopper. Like like you just revved it a few times and it kind of came in here into the uh, into the mug club brewery where we're all having this delightful little mixer. Oh wow! I mean, like I said, these are in no particular order, but how lucky the how lucky are we? That's how we kicked this thing off. That's putting us in a mood. All right, let's see who's next. Hey, Sid and humans, this is Celeste from Park City calling in to submit my costume for the costume contest, uh, calling in actually from Banff in Alberta, Canada tonight. I am going to dress up as a regular at the hideaway bar. Um, so I'm going to be a woman in her mid-30s uh, who works at the resort and spends her free time at the beach and frequents the hideaway bar. I'm going to wear a Jimmy Buffett uh, concert t-shirt from the Summer's Cool Tour, um, during which she attended a concert at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City in 2009. So her shirt is a bit faded and worn and super soft from wearing it so much. Um, I'll also be wearing cutoff jean shorts and flip flops and she goes to the beach a ton and loves the sun. So I'll need to do some, uh, self tanner to darken up my skin and lighten my hair too. Cause she's got blonde hair from the sun. Um, she is carrying her mug club mug with her. So I'll have that. And hers is a bit worn, um, from so much use. So a little bit of the, uh, the outer layer is kind of chipped off in places and, um, she's got a lot of use out of it. So anyway, um, that's who I'm going to be and excited to hear everybody else's costumes. See ya. Whoa. Okay. Now is the point in the podcast where we ask ourselves, <laughs> is it weird to hear your sister say she's going to dress like your future wife? 
Blonde hair, check. So, uh, fake tanner, check. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett concert t-shirt, check. Works at Hideaway Bluffs, or excuse me, works at the Hideaway, the bar that started it all, check. <laughs> Incredible. What a costume, Celeste. Very inspired. And this, it sounds like your character, Celeste, the, the character that you're going as tonight here at the Mixer. It, and f- for those of you folks that don't know, Celeste is my sister. Uh, it sounds like your character would really get a kick out of riding on the back of Chris from Guatemala, dressed as Wyatt Williams from Easy Riders. It sounds like she'd get a kick out of riding on the back of his motorcycle. Bumming around, maybe he picks you up at the at the hideaway, the bar that started it all has a, you know, listen, this is the imaginary world. Chris can have a margarita from one of the frozen drink machines. And then Celeste dressed as this, uh, <laughs> living, living the dream of this employee of the hideaway. Uh, or no, regular, regular. Yeah, regular at the hideaway, the bar that started it all. Well, well, what an image. What an image you've painted for us, Celeste. Well, the party's filling out. We've got a beach babe. We've got a motorcycle dude. You know, did you guys dance to the Thriller earlier? Did you dance to the Monster Mash earlier here at the Mixer? Let's find out who else is, who else is nosing around these parts, shall we? For Halloween this year, I want to go dressed up as one of my favorite characters from Point Break. Not that new crap, but the original 1991 masterpiece. And I want to go dressed up as Angelo Pappas. Pretty simple costume, really. Police issue swimsuit, white towel, blindfold... I'm going to carry around two meatball sandwiches because I'm so hungry I could eat the ass end of a rhino. Going to carry around a couple of bricks that I fetch from the bottom of the pool. And just for good measure, the Sears catalog with the lingerie pages dog-eared in the corner. Seems like a good idea to me. David in Boulder, everybody. David, yes. Angelo Pappas from Point Break. When you were when you said Point Break, I was like, oh boy, here we go. Who's he going to be? Great choice. Love the specificity of the scene, of the costume, of the particular outfit you've chosen. White towel, police issue swimsuit, the blindfold, of course. For those Point Break heads out there, and I know there are a few of you, you know, we're introduced to Angelo Pappas when he's doing his, you know, who knows, is it annual? His physical fitness test for the FBI where he has to jump into the deep end of a pool and fish out two bricks whilst blindfolded. And he's bellyachy that he doesn't know what the hell it has to do with anything. I don't know what the hell this has to do with catching bank robbers or something like that. Uh, so Dave, great choice on that particular scene in that outfit. I mean, that's just love the uh, uniqueness of it. It would be so easy to be, not that it would be easy. 
being Angelou Peppis' work, if you're going to honor the character. But it'd be so easy to be him in the scene where Johnny gets kind of beat up at the beach, uh, where he's just wearing kind of like a some khakis and like a Hawaiian shirt. This is great. You're in the swimsuit. You're committed to it. You've got your two meatball sandwiches because you are so hungry you could eat the ass end of a rhino. And, uh, uh, now that'd be a fun one to walk up to you at the mixer and be like, hold on, let me guess. Let me guess. I mean, I'd, I'd figure it out. I'd certainly figure it out. But, you know, you you see someone shirtless with a, with a bathing suit on and a towel and, you know, you don't probably see the props right away, the bricks and the, and the meatball sandwiches. So you're like, oh, what swimming character is this? Uh, wow. I mean, this, this mixture is really filling out. This mixture is really filling out. Pappas. And then that sort of goes in line with Celeste Beach Babe, too. You know? Guy in a swimsuit. Girl in a Jimmy Buffett in jean shorts. Why not? All right. Who's next out of the hat? Sid. Hope I'm getting this in in time. Uh, as I recall, it was, uh, sunrise this morning and i don't see the sun yet so i think i made it um i'm gonna dress up as count tyrone rugan i would wear uh some long boots up below my knee that were kind of the old uh the old style not cowboy boots we're talking like medieval boots here with some tights underneath that some light colored tights kind of a uh faded blue aqua color with a uh, not exactly sure what you call this piece of attire but it's almost like a uh, a man's blouse meets a man's dress um, with a uh, belt at the waist that you tie that's almost like just a a long piece of cloth almost like a scarf tied around the waist Um, billowy sleeves as only uh man's blouse can with uh i don't know if you call this a necklace but it almost kind of goes f- around the neck but over towards your shoulders kind of like a, a wide girthed necklace that goes around the shoulders with almost kind of uh silver dollar size medallions between uh between there um i would have to get a little bit of a long-haired uh, mullet wig to wear, and of course a uh, scabbard and sword. And the key piece of uh, the costume here would be a black pair of black gloves with the one hand, the right hand, having six fingers on it. I would have to stuff the. Uh, extra index finger between my index finger and the thumb uh, to make it look real and look as though I had six fingers on my hand. Um, Count Tyrone Rugen. Happy Halloween. Folks, that's Forrest. Forrest in Chattanooga. Count Tyrone Rugen from The Princess Bride. Now, I actually had to look this one up. I've never seen the movie start to finish. I've seen parts of it. I remember in our after-school daycare at um, my second elementary school, we, like, started it, like, you know, 
like after school, but then we probably didn't start it right after. You had to get in, get your snack, be accounted for. And then we probably started the movie. And then we got picked up before it was over. So I've, I've never seen all of The Princess Bride. Uh, and I, I don't know how much I was paying attention then. But wow, Forrest. Okay, I didn't know that this character was played by Christopher Guest. You're very right. This is where a men's blouse meets a men's dress. <laughs> Six fingers. Nice touch. Nice touch. And, I mean, any, I guess, I talk a lot about old movies here. I think I should watch this just for the sake of it. And, you know, if Christopher Guest is Christopher Guest in this, then you can't go wrong with being him in a mixer. You're certainly now changing the the landscape. We have a little bit more, you know, we're now we've got something a little medieval. Before, we could have all maybe been in the same room. Could have all maybe been in the same room. The hideaway uh, bar regular. The motorcycle guy. The FBI agent. Now we've got a medieval guy. <laughs> and Forrest, for what it's worth, I would come up to you at this mixture and I'd be like, what? Who are you exactly? Great submission. And of course, folks, this is our... Reigning co-champion. You know, I I fall on my... Speaking of swords and scabbards, I fall on my own sword. I Forrest should have been a co-champion. He should have been, He should have had longer to reign. His reign was short because I didn't have the, the stones, the chutzpah, to announce and correct my mistakes sooner. So he's a co-reigning champion. Of course, he dressed up as truck from savannah last year uh and what in my mind was a controversial costume and it, and it should have won and uh you know I'm, I'm i'm glad that that's out there that we we can really be anything we want to be Forrest, thank you for your bravery thank you for your submission uh you know everyone kiss his ring tonight well yeah, he is the reigning reigning co-champion all right Let's uh, let's grab another one out of the hat here. Booyah. Sydney, Pat from Chicago here, calling in for the Halloween costume contest. All right, I'm going as Al from Quantum Leap, the original. They recently rebooted it, uh, and I started watching some of the episodes of the rebooted Quantum Leap because I love the original. Um, so I'm going as Al I think his last name, I think Al Calavici from Quantum Leap. Al was uh, Samuel Beckett, Dr. Sam Beckett, I think was his name, Scott Bakula's character. It was like his guide through time travel. And he always had like awesome outfits, uh, like just like the 1980s take of what the future was like. So I'm wearing a, um, first of all, I probably have like a cigar in one hand and then like, uh, a little device in my other hand, which is like this little thing that he always like punched uh, information into is kind of like a big calculator. So I got those in my hands and then I have um, like a brightly colored, like pretty busy designed silk button down shirt on. And over that I have a um, like a blazer, like a like a suit jacket, but it's going to be like, you know, like a nice like bright blue color, also probably silk, longer fit, and then like a real skinny tie, maybe a 
uh, a nice pant, a nice pleated pant with a nice black belt with a silver buckle on it. It's the good look. Probably a, a nice wicker weave black loafer, too. Styling from the future. Helping Dr. Sam Beckett figure out all his situations and hoping that his next leap is the one back home. Wow, Pat in Chicago, everybody. Pat, <laughs> yes, dude. Al from Quantum Leap. A blast from the past for sure. Of course, a blast into the future. Dude, he has some great outfits. Now, that's one. That's one, and people are like, you know, maybe a bunch of people don't get it when they see you walking around the mixer. And then for someone that does, they're like, holy shit, you're that guy from Quantum Leap. Not the main guy, but the other guy with the little computer machine. Wow, dude. Always had some flashy outfits. I was just looking at humans. By the way, it's not going to happen today for you, Halloween day. But I'm going to try to get visual visual representation of as of you know as best I can of some of these costumes. Now some of them are some of them are easier to do than others. You know Celeste is is made up in her imagination, so I'll just have to try to find an image of a person like that. Uh, in this case, you know we can find an image of Al from Quantum Leap. Love the specific about the. <laughs> Black wicker loafers. I mean, do we ever see his feet in the show? I don't know. But we certainly know that that's how he would dress. What a great choice, Pat. What a great choice for that to be your footwear. And the guy's got kind of a funny voice and a funny cadence to his voice as well. That would be a fun guy to be all night long. The actor's name, Dean Stockwell. Of course... Of course, acting opposite Scott Bakula. <laughs> I did not know that Scott Bakula was a doctor, Dr. Sam Beckett, in, in the show, of course. Now, Quantum Leap, that's a show that I was late to in terms of, I think I only ever watched it on like USA Network when I was like home during the school day, when I was of that age where like my mom would have something going on. And then my dad would be at work, so I'd be like home alone during the excuse, did I say summer uh, school, like home during the summertime, you know. And be like, well, there's not there's a jack shit to do, and I have the rest of my life to play outside. That's how you feel when you're a kid. Of course, now I have the rest of my life to be stuck indoors. But uh, I'd be like, oh, cool, quantum leap. And so I never even knew what it was, and all of a sudden, like as a seventh or eighth grader or something, I was like, this. This show's pretty cool, dude. Then you always want to see, like, you know, when he leaps into some new thing. And then you're like, oh, I want that to be the next episode we watch. And, of course, the next one would be some other leap. Great call, Pat. Boy, look at us. David's like, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about that new shit, that new point break. I'm talking about the 1991 masterpiece. Similarly, Pat's like, I'm from the original Quantum Leap. Now, he said watching the, the reboot got him in the mood for the original. But still, we're talking original. Oh, gee. <laughs> I wonder. Like I said, I've only heard these submissions once a piece. I, 
I don't think anyone signed on to be a character from a reboot, but that would be certainly funny. Uh, if that reared its head in here at some point. All right. As they say, on to the next. My audio costume contest submission is Rob Lowe, that fateful NFC championship night, and the NFL hat. Here's how the situation went down from my character's position. We had just done some filming in Indy with NFL players on my new show, Parks and Rec. The NFL was looking to capitalize on more viewership, informing that they want to show some celebrities in the audience as they cut to commercial. Parks and Rec was losing Nielsen ratings to the new NCIS Hawaii show, and my agent told me this was a good opportunity to get a PR event in before any new auditions. The NFL only had one requirement. I had to wear their hat. When the hat came, it fit well, and the black color would easily sync with some winter outfits I had. It had a personal inscription note in the box from Commissioner Goodell that said, Rob, we appreciate your commitment to the cause. Little did I know at the time, the invisible hand that was the NFL. I should have seen the signs. I was just a hat-wearing puppet in their game. When I auditioned for the next NCIS Texas, the casting director mentioned the hat, but I did not get the part. Now I feel like the NFL has put me on a practice squad for life regarding my future career opportunities. I still have the hat. I bring it out to remind myself that just because the hat fits does not mean you should wear it. Okay, that's Michael and Savannah. Dressed as Rob Lowe at the NFC Championship game between the Packers and the 49ers in January of 2020. Now, before humans, I give you my reaction to this. We need to hear this next costume submission, and then we will react. Hi, Sid. It's Caitlin from Jersey City. This year, I'm going to go as Rob Lowe from his NFL hat meme. So I'll be, for those not familiar, I'll be wearing a hat that just says NFL, no particular team. It's a black ball cap, just says NFL. And then a black shirt like Rob Lowe was wearing in the photo. But my innovation is going to be this. I'm also going to build some sort of structure that um, a whiteboard is going to hover above my head with pins and markers. So that when we're at the party, when we're at the Sydney Hollow Show mixer, like if you kind of want to call someone out for for sitting on the fence too much, you can write their name above my costume and that'll be funny and you know if you just feel like someone is just is not being honest with how they feel they're being too diplomatic we put their name up there and that just adds a little flavor a little spice and a little danger and it honors the nfl and rob Lowe, two things we love thanks sid and happy halloween oh uh, what what omg OMG. Incredible. Thank you, Caitlin. Caitlin in Jersey City. Michael and Savannah. Folks, I know I said that we were going to hear these clips in no particular order, and we have been doing that. So when I grabbed the clip that turned out to be Michael's, I was like, well, Caitlin's has to go right behind it. Like I said, I've listened to these once. I've listened to these once. And when I... Michael submitted his about a day before Caitlin submitted hers. So I'd heard his, and then I played hers, and I was like, oh, my God. 
The mixer has two Roblos. The mixer has two Roblos in black hats that just have the NFL shield on them <laughs> and like a black shirt. <laughs> so first of all, let's just decompress from this insane coincidence. I'd love to know how you two came about. Now, obviously, you're not colluding. Uh, but I'd love to know how you you each individually came up with this idea because humans, I've searched on the internet, Rob Lowe, NFL hat, and then like put in news, you know, so it's like more recent things. No one's really talking about that this week. There's not a lot of chatter as the people that, you know, surveil us all refer to, you know, communicating and posting and, and all that. There's not a lot of chatter about the Rob Lowe hat. Right now, I did see that he wore a hat to a game recently that said, where's Taylor <laughs> at a Chiefs game? But I don't know. How did these two both come up with that? So just the shock is, I mean, this is why this is such a fun event. Because we're all just being ourselves. We're all being a little creative. We're all at this mixer, a mixer of the mind. And in walk two Rob Lowe's. And walk to and listen how fun this is. They both took it on two totally different places. So let's break them down. So Michael, he's he's developed a whole backstory. You know, they say these actors, you know, these Hollywood actors, they'll develop a backstory for their character that the screenwriter never even wrote in there. And Michael has done that, done that here. He's like, oh, Rob Lowe, like he was just he had been in Indiana shooting Parks and Rec. And was courted by the NFL to come to this game. And they just gave him this hat. Uh, great backstory. And so, and then, you know, <laughs> Rob Lowe wears the hat. He gets lampooned by America for having just this <laughs> NFL hat on. And may I say, may I say for a moment here. Zach in Virginia, we haven't heard from from him in a while. I hope he's still listening. Zach, I hope you're still listening. Uh, you know, you know, folks, I've been a radio listener a very long time, and I've been a podcaster. Ugh, I hate that term. I've been a radio show host for a very short time. And I know listeners come and go. They come, they go, they come back. You know, they're, they're with you forever, but sometimes they... Sometimes they find their own thing and they find their way back. So Zach in Virginia, if you're still listening, what's up, my dude? We used to live, we lived together for four years here in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. And Zach had a black NFL hat. <laughs> so I think he wore to a Super Bowl party once, pre-Rob Lowe, because I, we, li we lived together before the pandemic and, the, well, the Rob Lowe thing was just before the pandemic, January of 2020. Nevertheless, Michael explains, like, yeah, the NFL set him up, gave him these tickets, quartered him to come to the game. Oh, hey, just wear this hat from Roger Goodell. And there, Rob Lowe had been trying to get on a, I guess a show that never made it to air, NCIS Texas. <laughs> And of course, we all know he's on nine one one Lone Star. The hunk that just won't go away, man. Rob Low. So great backstory, Michael. Love the 
intrigue. There's a like a little bit of like I wouldn't say espionage. Maybe that's the, the wrong word to use. But he was like you said he was used as a puppet. The NFL in the costume that Michael's wearing that comes with this backstory, his Rob Lowe, is a puppet. A puppet for the NFL, and it's it's affected his career. Only now has he made it onto nine one one Lone Star. Wow, Billy the saxophonist from Saint Elmo's Fire. Thank you for the submission, Michael. Very creative. And then on to Caitlin. Also, thank you for the submission. Very creative. She's also Rob Lowe. She's also Rob Lowe. <laughs> And it's kind of fun to hear how they each explain it or don't explain it. You know, they we have a we boy do we have a quilt for us for ourselves today because we're getting two facets of this Roblo. You know, two people have decided to dress in this costume, but they're attacking it in different ways. We're we're learning how this Roblo. <laughs> Wearing an NFL hat to a game, becoming a meme, has affected people. It's affected two of our family here, two of the Sydney Hollis Show family and members of the Hideaway in different ways, and they're choosing to express that tonight and today, whenever you are listening on demand. So Caitlin's like, yeah, I'm going to be this guy. I'm wearing the black hat. I'm wearing the black shirt. And her caveat is, I'm going to have a, a whiteboard above my head somehow fashioned, either ho hovering above her. And it's going to have the pins and the markers. And if you want to call someone out for riding the line like Rob Lowe appeared to be doing on that day, then, hey, put their name up there. You don't want your name put up there. But maybe it's a way to have a little fun, too, at the party. Like Caitlin said, it adds a little spice. Dual, dual Rob Lowe's. I mean, who's at the party right now? We've got Peter Fonda's character from Easy Rider. We've got Celeste, the hideaway regular, the regular at the hideaway, a woman who's been to a uh, Jimmy Buffett concert in her college years. We've got Angelo Pappas from Point Break. We have uh, Count Tyrone Rugen from The Princess the Princess Bride. I almost said The Princess Diaries. From The Princess Bride. We've got Al from Quantum Leap. And two Roblos. <laughs> so great. I mean, do you guys want to share? If you want to share, let us know how you came up with this. But then again, like, it's, it's up to you if you want to share. You know, sometimes people don't want to know how the sausage is made. So it's up to you. If you want to participate again and let us know, but it's just, I find it incredible. You guys both chose this because I, it's not like, it's just like, there's, there's bigger information in the news this week. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. Who is next? Hey humans, Mike here out of Park City. I'm calling in for the Halloween costume. Um... Submission here. Um, super excited for this party. Um, you know, hanging out with all you guys uh, and and your uh, Halloween's best. Um, 
Let's see. So uh, I've been thinking about this costume. I think I'm going to use it for um, we've got a party here in Park City um, and thinking about using this. Um, <clears throat> basically, I dress up as a, you know, a Georgia fan, which isn't hard to do. Uh, big Bulldogs fan. Go dogs. And, um, <clears throat> you know, wear horns and a tail um, with a little fiddle. Um, where, you know, the devil went down to Georgia by Charlie Daniels. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> I think it'd be a, a fun costume. Uh, I can't wait to see all you guys there and, uh, cheers. Cheers. Michael in Park City. Mike in Park City. How do you like that? He's the devil went down to Georgia by Charlie Daniels band. He's a Georgia fanatic in real life. He's a Georgia fanatic here in the hideaway. Here in the Mug Club Brewery tonight at our mixer. Now, that's kind of a fun take on it. You know, there's always a lot of devils out. There's a lot of devils out. But this is from a song. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And, of course, he's a Georgia Bulldogs fan. Um, you know, we're a little bit of a house divided. <laughs> Can you say a house divided anymore and mean it like kidding around about college football? Or is it too... Is it too uh, on the nose for the American Congress humans? Can we say a house is divided anymore? Or should I be canceled for saying it out of turn? Uh, great, great costume, Michael. And, you know, yeah, it is fun to be at this mixer and see everybody in our Halloween's best, as you put it. Great submission. Maybe you learned a couple of little ditties on the fiddle. Why not? All right. Who is up? Hey, Sid. It's Brian and Pelham. i uh calling with my submission for the Halloween audio costume contest. So um, I'm going to go with, uh, rather than something from a, from a movie or a TV show, I'm going to go with something something from the podcast itself as the source material. So uh, I'm going to go as a cup full of piss at a Billy Joel concert. Um, I think I'm going to, you know, get some, you know, they sell like these sort of sheets of semi-rigid plastic that you can do for like uh, to put up along staircases so kids don't like fall through balconies. I'll use that, make a cylinder around myself, you know, tint the bottom 90% of it, you know, leave a, just a little space at the top. Uh Maybe walk around with the Bluetooth speaker, sort of like faintly pa playing uh, Piano Man, since uh, I know that's the song you didn't want to miss. And uh, and yeah, I think uh, I think that'll do it. You know, I'll have to explain it to people, but not anybody at the mixer. Everybody at the mixer will get it. I'll, I'll, I think I'll be a hit at the party. Uh, can't wait to hear everybody else's submissions and uh, happy Halloween, <laughs> Brian. Brian. Is a cup full of piss at a Billy Joel concert. Brian and, from Pelham. Brian and Pelham, everybody. If you're new to the show or you just didn't hear that episode, I told a story a while back that when I went to see Billy Joel do his residency at Madison Square Garden, it was towards the end of the night. I mean, it, you know, the very end of the night. And they, like... You know, these artists, they're always going to play an encore. And they're always going to play, like, more than one song in the encore, typically. And they played, like, whatever whatever the first encore song was. And I'm like, 
they still haven't played Piano Man. I can't miss Piano Man. I had to pee so bad. And I can't remember if Piano Man was the second encore or the third encore. But nevertheless, it was not the first. And I had to pee so, so bad. And I was like, I'll never make it from my seat to the bathroom, back to my seat, or even back into the, you know, out of the tunnel. I'll never make it. I'm going to miss Piano Man. I can't miss Piano Man. And so humans in front of, uh, I don't know, how many people were in the garden that night? 30,000 people. No one noticed, and it was packed, that I just very casually, while standing, everyone was standing at that point, like I said, it was encore time. I was able to pee in my oversized, you know, probably like 32-ounce beer cup right there at my seat. And the girl I was dating at the time didn't notice. The people to my left didn't notice because they probably would have reacted in some kind of way. <laughs> and it was just enough, like Brian said. I, mean, I just It was just right to the top. And I was able to put that cup down and enjoy, enjoy piano man without having to miss a beat. <laughs> and the reason I know that the girl I was dating at the time didn't know is because when I told her, like, on the way home from the concert, she was like, you, what? I was like, yeah, no one noticed. <laughs> Brian, incredible choice. Incredible choice. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, something from the show itself. And yeah, people here at the Mixer will get it. You know, if you've been bumming around other parties at the hideaway, like Chris from Guatemala tonight, maybe, maybe some of those places they won't know the, they won't know the reference, but certainly at the Mixer tonight, everyone gets to <laughs> Everyone gets the joke. <laughs> I, I I feel like Caitlin's Caitlin's dry erase board. It, there, it's going to be the source of hijinks as the night goes on. You know, who knows what people might write up there? Great, great uh, submission, Brian. Very unique, very creative. Uh, well, let's just keep it going. Sydney humans. It's been way too long since I've submitted anything to the listener line. How are you doing? This is Truck in Savannah. I just wanted to call... Shit, that's wrong. Submit an audio, whatever this is, and get my costume submission in. I also have an excuse why I haven't been present at all. I just... Man, I filed that tax extension and waited to the very last day to get them in, and I have not listened. That's been my punishment. I have to focus nothing but taxes until it's done. It's finally done. I had about six weeks' worth to catch up on, but now I can continue with life and with enjoyment of this podcast. My first real order of business is the... Audio costume contest from last year. You know, just caught up on all the shows and found out that Forrest is now considered a winner. Also, there was initially a legitimate winner, and now Forrest is getting thrown in there. But I don't think there was any kind of consultation with the source. I mean, he's dressing up as me. He has a fundamental flaw with this costume. The guy's talking in his description of the costume about my socks. I 
never wear socks. Never. I don't wear socks and work boots. I don't wear socks and tennis shoes. I don't wear socks and cleats. I don't even wear socks and nasty old rental bowling shoes. I never, ever wear socks. How does this earn you a second colored mug? That's amazing. I'm happy for him. Go Forrest. Anyways, I'll continue on, let you have my costume submission for this year. Hopefully it'll be done a little more fairly. Uh, However, this year I'm going to go with the Tonight Show... Jimmy Fallon, Will Ferrell, tight pants skit. I'm going to go with Will Ferrell's outfit. I like that uh, nice mock t-shirt sweater sort of thing with the 60s, late 60s looking striped colors and then the really tight white pants, sharp toed white leather shoes. And then I think it's called a mushroom bob wig. You get a little top on there like Will Ferrell has it and I've got the dance down. I'm excited for it. And not only, I I do understand the concept of the audio costume submission. This is my real costume. It's what I'm doing. I don't have the mental capacity to go creating a costume and then to turn around and mentally create another costume that's different. I, I just I can't do it. It's like cheering for Washington and Dallas at the same time. I just can't. So I hope you like the submission. I hope all the humans are happy and healthy and everybody paid their taxes. Have a good day. There he is, folks. The truckster himself (laughs) wondered, wondered if he'd weigh in on Forrest now being the co-champion of last year's Halloween costume contest, audio Halloween costume contest. Okay. First off, truck, I'm glad you got your taxes paid. Three years in my life, I have waited and done the old pay your taxes in October. (laughs) And I don't know about you, man, but you still have to file this stupid extension by April 15th to be able to then put your taxes off for six more months. And to me, it was like, damn it. I'm so far behind that I've got to do this, but it's going to ultimately be double work because you have to kind of like estimate what you think you owe or don't owe or this and that to be able to file for the extension. So you essentially, you still end up having to do some of your taxes on April 15th to then put them off until October 15th, give or take whatever, you know, amount of days. Uh, So truck coming from someone who's, who's, Paid in October or done their taxes rather in October three different times. Yeah, that sucks because then that deadline's very real. You know, the first one is like, ah, oh, whatever. Who cares? I'm doing an extension. Then it's like, oh shit, I got to get these things done. So we're glad to have you back as a listener. We're glad to hear your voice as a participant. All right, so he weighed in. He's like, yeah, Forrest dressed as me. Said you didn't even consult me. And I guess he's got a point, you know? I look up who the character is from, what the character looks like from uh, Quantum Leap. You know, of course I remember Al in my in my mind's eye. But I've Googled it, you know, while we were sitting here talking, while Pat was talking. Similarly, I had to Google uh, uh, 
Tyrone Rugen. Uh, I'm already forgetting his title. Count Tyrone. We had to Google that one. I had to Google Peter Fonda to see exactly what the outfit looked like. And Truck's like, you didn't even consult the source material. I don't even wear socks. <laughs> you don't wear... All right. You don't wear socks in work boots? I mean, I gave myself athlete's foot my sophomore year of college. Like, thinking that I could just be that guy. Like, I love the no-sock look, and if I'm wearing leather boat shoes, it works. I guess because it's leather, you know? So it absorbs some moisture, and it's, you know, your skin on an animal's skin or something. So it doesn't really... I don't know. I can wear boat shoes with no socks, and my feet don't stink. Now, I also will add a little powder, a little baby powder in there, just for comfort. Just to keep things fresh, but you don't need it. You don't need it. Or at least I don't need it. Let me say that. But I can't do tennis shoes with no socks. I mean, my feet just start sweating instantly, and it feels uncomfortable. Anyway, sophomore year of college, that was just really, those were some dark days academically. And that was, you know, that was brought on by some disorganization, and then it was also making me more disorganized. And I would just roll out of the rack. Like, shit, I've got to go to this accounting class that I, that I hate, that I'm not doing well in, that I just read the school paper in when I'm in there anyway. But I, at least i got to make it. And so I'd toss on my sneakers with no socks. And they would just, you know, you couldn't smell them when my shoes were on, but, like, my feet would reek after I had to wash them. And then I just started noticing my socks were sticking to the bottom of my feet. Like, if I could really carefully undo my sock, you know, kind of get it around the heel and then get it to sort of stop there, like, it's it's, it's far near the heel as I could, and then peel the top down over the toes from, like, the ball of my foot to the middle of my foot, my socks would, would stick on. Like, I could then have, just, like, hold my foot up in the air, my socks would be stuck to the bottom of my feet. And I was like, oh, this is normal, right? This doesn't happen. This happens to everyone, right? And after a little while, I was like, I think I've got like a fungus, man. And I don't know if it was athlete's foot or what, but I ended up buying some medicated Dr. Schultz powder and like powdering my foot, then into my sock, and then into the shoe. And I did that for a little while, and it went away, but... Truck, if you can pull off work boots with no socks, my lord, dude. Tougher man than I are. Your feet are just made for it. However, your your glands and things work. But in the cleats. I mean, in cleats, you know, again, like, it's a shoe that's going to get nasty and dew on it if you play sports in the morning or it's going to get rained on or muddy, you know, whatever. It's just, It's going to be a beat up wet shoe but still i just i can't i can't pull it off so thank you for telling us that uh yeah i guess i didn't consult the source but forrest is uh his co-win from last year is still intact so then moving on so we've covered the taxes we've covered his socks what a what a a very full call truck i think you were missing us i think you were missing us during your tax punishment 
And then, of course, he tells us his costume. And much like last year, he's like, oh, I'm going to give you my real costume. <laughs> he says, he says, humans, he understands that this is an audio costume contest, but he only has the mental capacity for one costume. <laughs> so it has to be his actual costume. And he's going as Will Ferrell in the Will Ferrell, Jimmy Fallon, tight pants skits from The Tonight Show. I didn't know this was a thing, humans. I had to Google this just now. And I got a little distracted. I ended up watching, like, I, you know, first I was just like, oh, that's inter- interesting. And then I was like, there's three different versions. It, it Maybe more. Uh, I'd never heard of that. Humans, like I said, I will be putting together the best represent visual representations of this Halloween mixer onto the website, but it won't be ready for Halloween day. It'll probably be like, you know, over the weekend when you get it, when you get it, but it'll be, it'll be fun to visit. And then uh, forgive a humans. I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. Uh, and then humans, then you can also see the sketches that I just watched, if you're not familiar. Or maybe I've been living under a rock. Maybe this is like everyone knows about the Will Ferrell, Jimmy Fallon, tight pants sketches from The Tonight Show. You know, I, I also haven't seen The Princess Bride, so what do I know? Uh, thank you, truck. <laughs> I got my tight pants. I got my tight pants on. I've never seen that before. Now it's stuck in my head. Thank you very much. Oh, I shouldn't. Well, I guess he described it. He described it very well. Tight pants, a, a funny wig, a striped shirt. It's a, it is visually appealing. It's visually appealing, and it's a real costume. So I think Michael, uh, Mike in Park Cities is a real costume as well. So that's two real costumes crossing over into the imaginary world. Okay, uh, let's get to our next submission. Hey, Sid. Hey, humans. This is Brandon calling in from Savannah, Georgia, uh, with my submission for the Halloween costume contest. So last year, I didn't partake because I wasn't sure what I wanted to be. I knew that I wanted to be someone, uh, an actor from a film, uh, wearing a male blouse, but I couldn't decide which one, you know, because there's so many beautiful male blouses out there. Um, so I, I was thinking this year, right? <clears throat> thinking about oh, maybe I should be, you know, Patrick Swayze in a men's blouse, or maybe I should be, you know, David Bowie in a men's blouse. And uh, and then I thought, why why limit myself when this is a this is a you know not a physical medium? So really, the possibilities are endless, and uh, money's really not an object, and. Uh, Neither, you know, is the realm of physics. So I thought, why not be a men's blouse? So I'm going as the most beautiful men's blouse ever created. So kind of my vision of it is I am just wearing a giant men's blouse. So you can't see my feet, you can't see my head. Uh, and it's just, it's just a blouse, right? A huge blouse. And uh, so how I plan on creating this is I'm going to go to SCAD here in town. That's the Savannah um, College of Art and Design. 
and it's kind of a uh, a well-respected, renowned art school here in Savannah. And I'm just gonna go in there with a a bag of cash, or maybe maybe I'll bring him a Sid buck. Maybe I'll throw a Sid buck down on this costume. And uh, I'm gonna go to the fashion department. I think they maybe have like a, a textiles department as well, so maybe I'll have them collaborate on this project. And uh, I'll, I'll bring some photos to inspire them because, I mean, a lot of them are going to be young people and maybe they're not as familiar with men's blouses. So I'll bring them some photos to inspire them. And, uh, yeah, I just want them to go all in on this. Like, this is their senior thesis, their senior project. Uh, I want some grad students in on it, some professors. And uh, I want them to create the most beautiful men's blouse ever. So I'm just going to bring them, like, a, uh, a king-size white bed sheet thousand thread count you know it has to be soft delicate um and I, I want them to use their creativity you know i want maybe some subtle ruffles nothing nothing too fancy uh, i want it to be classy but you know with uh some nice buttons on it definitely some nice buttons and um so i plan on wearing this to the party and uh i want this thing to just float through the party i want everyone to just stop and stare and say oh my oh my god what is that is that is that a giant men's blouse just floating through the party so i think i'll uh i'll have to wear roller skates so i can kind of get a floating effect you know just kind of glide through the party um maybe i'll have like a little a little fan like you ever see those uh noodle men outside of used car lots i might have a fan in there so the thing just kind of you know bounces around a little bit um but not not too much you know and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to be careful when I step outside on the veranda, um, to have a look at the ocean. Cause that thing is going to be catching some wind. All right. I, I could, I could seriously injure myself or fly away. So that's something to keep in mind, but, um, yeah, that's my costume. Thanks. Are you effing kidding me? Brendan in Savannah. A men's blouse for Halloween. You're like the Banksy dude of the costume of the of the of the mixer. The form itself, you know? I'm gonna change the whole form. I am I am the men's blouse. I couldn't choose what men's blouse would I be. I love it. Like, oh, this character, that character. No. I want to be the best men's blouse that ever existed. Oh, I'm picturing something that, like... Like, this... This... Is the Emperor's New Clothes, except it's real. It it does exist. You're having it made at SCAD. The finest materials and all the land you're using for that. I mean, I just, I feel like, I know you can't make a shirt out of gold frankincense and myrrh, but it feels like you're making us a shirt out of gold frankincense and myrrh. A head to toe, men's blouse that you're cycling around, excuse me, skating around, gliding around the mixer. <laughs> When's the last time you were on roller skates at a brewery? Mug Club Brewery. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Wow. Just wow. I mean, 
you know, everyone's so creative and this just, this just takes the thing and it shakes it up and it's like, yeah, here's your costume, boss. <laughs> wow. Well, folks, that's the last submission. So all the submissions are in. We're still mixing at the mixer. And I'm going to take a moment. I'm going to gather my thoughts because I've got to give you guys my costume. And then we'll talk about the winner. We'll talk about, you know, know, I've said it before. I've never believed so much in my life until I started doing these little contests that that you're all winners. And it sounds cheesy, but it's, I think it's until you've been on this side of it, you're like, this is just fun. It's a good time. We actually are mixing, you know, look at us. We've created an hour long show just goofing around. Not, not that that's not what it is a lot of the times anyway, but we're just, we just did this on our own. How much fun is this? All right, humans, give me just a second to put on my audio costume and I will tell it to you here in a second. You won't, you won't even notice any time went by. So humans, I'm in costume. I'm now, <clears throat> I guess I've been in costume this whole time, right? But I'm mentally, I'm mentally focused. I'm no longer host. I'm a member of the mixer. I'm walking around the mixer. I'm making eye contact. I'm glancing. I'm fist bumping people. I'm handshaking people. Whatever people are comfortable with. I'm hugging. I'm hugging. I'm hugging here at the mixer. Oh, man. I wonder if that's going to sound far away. Humans, I forgot I was farther away from my microphone. You know, I decided since this is a episode about a mixer, about a party, I would sit on my couch today. And do the show from my couch, a little more comfortable of a setting. I use a cooler as a coffee table. And like, this will this will this will give me more party mode than than the the rigidness. We know how rigid the regular show is. <laughs> anyway, forgive me if that was a little faint to hear this there for a second. Uh, I was just stretched back, talking away. So humans, I am in costume. I am wearing. White overalls with only one strap done. And I'm wearing like a shirt that would have been popular in the 1970s. However, I'm wearing it in the early 90s. My white overalls have paint splattered on them. I'm wearing a gold chain and I've got you know, you know, I have a beard and I have brown hair, but my hair, pretty light for light brown hair. In the winter, it, it's darker because the sun doesn't get it as much. But my hair is a darker tint today. And it's, I wouldn't say there's a ton of product in there, but there's a little, there's a little something in there. Who am I, humans? Who am I? I am Eldon from Murphy Brown. Eldon Bernecki. Eldon Bernecki. In the show, Murphy Brown lived with Murphy Brown. He was like a house painter. Maybe he was painting her house. And then he, I mean, how how many years could he paint her house for? So then I think he like painted other people's houses. But it, isn't it a thing where like people that are painters, like, you know, as their art form, they also paint houses because they're just used to paint that kind of thing. Am I, am I making that up? Anyway. Why Eldon, Sid? Why Eldon? What a, what a strange throwback. Well, I was just thinking about it. And I'm like, 
you know, I watch my antenna television sometimes, and Murphy Brown comes on quite late. If, if Murphy Brown's on, I'm like, I've gotten in bed a little too late. But I think in the early 90s to me, he was like what Hollywood at all, all thought of as like an artist. Like, you know, only wears one one of the straps on the overalls. You know, is that a stylistic choice or is he just so, is he just such the starving artist that like the strap fell off and well, I don't need it. You know what I mean? Kind of the way when I was in fifth grade, our fifth grade teacher was like, oh, do you see how Shel Silverstein has his foot in like the picture of him and the book jacket for where the sidewalk ends? An artist would do that. Not everyone would do that. A foot, you know, in a... You're a bare foot in your photo of yourself in the camera. She was like an artist would do that. And she said it with such disdain. But I think that's how Elvin Eldon was portrayed. Um, the actor, Robert Pastorelli. I knew he, I knew he had passed. I didn't know he died. I didn't know he died from a drug overdose. And of course, speaking of celebrities that are no longer with us, uh, you know, of course, my heart goes out to Matthew Perry. I met the guy. And when I say I met the guy, I met the guy. I met the guy a couple times at the Greenwich Hotel when I used to work there. And we used to, uh, we had a couple of chats. Had a couple of chats on some elevator rides. And uh, it's, it's sad to hear he's no longer with us. Uh, but anyway, back to my Halloween costume. Elton Bernanke. But it's just like they've always got these quirky kind of like either the shirts look like they're from the 70s or maybe they're from like they're they're just they're like off. You know, they're like a shirt that someone would call a bowling shirt back then, you know, just a, just not hip. But then because he's like portrayed as the artist, he was hip and he's sort of a level headed guy in the show. Like when Murphy finally has the baby, the single mother with the baby that Dan Quayle was so mad about. Uh, Eldon kind of helped, I think, take care of the baby. He was, he was, you know, a um, a show of a voice of reason for Murphy Brown, but then also kind of artsy guy. So I am Eldon. <laughs> I am Eldon. We've got two Roblos. We've got an Eldon. We've got a blouse. We've got. Uh, uh, Georgia, we've got the devil went down to Georgia. We've got, oh gosh, what is truck? Humans, I'm going off a of memory here. Oh, he's the tight pants skit from The Late Show. We've got Peter Fonda. We've got Angelo Pappas. We've got uh, Count Tyrone Rugen. We've got, oh man, I'm going to miss something. We've got Al. From Quantum Leap. Uh, who else do we have, humans? I'm just going to check my list. I don't want to leave anyone off. Oh, of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> We've got the Cup of Biz from the Village Hall concert. I mean, there's another one. There's another one, just like the blouse. Brian just taking the form to another level. I'm going as this thing. I'm going as this thing. This is an art piece. This is something that could also have been made at SCAD. Now, he talked us out through here how he was going to DIY it. 
Of course, we've got Celeste, the Hideaway Bar Regular, uh, my kind of woman. <laughs> Peter Fonda. Uh, wow, what a fun mixer. I mean, I feel like I'm mixing with you guys now. Uh, well, humans, I guess we should... <laughs> this is the thing. I feel like it takes this fun thing. It takes this fun thing. And it just makes it into something that, like, ugh. I've never seen the movie The North Shore. I think that's what it's called, some surfing movie. And the guy's like, competition brings out the worst in the human animal. An old coworker of mine used to tell me that line. And it does. You know, we're here and just enjoying a mixer, and now we've got our crown a winner. But I guess that's how it was designed. Two Rob Lowe's. I mean, they're on to something, right? Two Rob Lowe's. We've got the Cup of Urine from the Billy Joel concert. We've got the greatest men's blouse that ever existed. And, and, and so many others. And if I'm, if I'm not saying yours, it's still great. <sighs> All right, here we go. First, second, and third. Starting with third, two Rob Lowe's. Incredible. Two Rob Lowe's in third. Second, cup of piss from the Village Hall concert. And first, the greatest men's blouser, as Brendan put it, male blouse in, in, uh, in history. So what does everyone win? Well, humans, here's why you listen to the whole show. Because if you participated, if your costume, if you're at the mixer, not a wallflower, but at the mixer, you get the first round, the first batch of Sydney Hollis show koozies. The Barlap koozie with the pocket. They are not available online yet. You get them before everyone. You get early access. You're going to get these koozies like a month before everybody else. So if you participated, hit me up on the listener line. Listener line at sydneyhollowshow.com. Hit me up. Let me know your address. Let me mail you this koozie that the other humans will be jealous of for a little bit of time here. They'll, they'll eventually be available on the website, humans. But these humans are getting them first. Exclusive early access comes with participation. And for first, second, and third, you guys are also getting koozies. You guys are also getting koozies. And Brendan recently won. Brendan, who came in first place in this fantastic costume contest. And again, I thank you all for participating. I wish I could. That's why everyone gets a koozie. That's why everyone gets a koozie, because everyone's a winner. We had to crown a champion. It's Brendan. Brendan's, Brendan already has a mug from having done the summer movie costume contest. So, Brennan, we will talk off-air about either getting you the other color mug. I have to check my inventory, humans. These things have been flying off the shelves. Or or whenever there's another round of mugs, I guess you're just going to get a mug from that or something. We'll talk off-air. Congratulations to Brennan. Congratulations to you all. Okay? This was fun. I love doing it every year. And I was a little sad when I was like, man, I, I've dropped the ball. I didn't do a pod leading up to it. But we, we came back. And we made it happen. Happy Halloween. If you're going out tonight, get some get some uh, compelling audio. 
I'll, I might try to get some compelling audio on myself as I did the last two years if I make it out tomorrow night. Peace and love, humans. Peace and love. Trick or treat.